welcome to another episode of Bitch Better Have My Coffee. It's been like three weeks, right? It's been a while, yeah. It hasn't felt like that long. I feel like those three weeks just like sped by. Yeah, I feel like it went pretty fast. I mean, I think another thing is that we've been having like microphone problems. So like... Yeah, I think I just need to get a new cord, honestly. Yeah, we should ask Devin about that because he just like produced that one cord from like thin air. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. It can't be your mic. That'd be insane. It's only been a year. Not even a year. I'm out of the warranty, obviously. Well, that's bananas. The warranty should be at least a year if they're going to do this to us. But what have you been up to these past few weeks? Um, I just work all the time. Yes, you do. I can't wait for this year to be over and this like end of year push to be over. That's totally so. like how it is for most people, though. Like, everything gets shoved into the end of the year, and then it's, like, crazy work time. Yeah, it is a really crazy work time, and I'm so mad because I was planning on Friday, like, not really doing anything at work. Like, I was planning to do, like, a 10 to 2, because we have to be open on Friday, but nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. And um, they scheduled a director's credit committee, so I have to present. Oh so gosh. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. The day after Thanksgiving? That's so mean. Everyone knows that's, like, off. not a real work day. No, and we got up early today, which means I have to spend, like, some time on Thanksgiving at some point, like, reviewing what I need to present to the director. So you don't even get, like, a day off? No. That should not be allowed. <laughs> this is so mean. At least we're almost done. I mean, it's almost our Christmas party day. I know, I think the Christmas party is going to be fun. That's, like, our one day of the year that we, like, go absolutely crazy. And then regret it. I know, I can't believe you have to work that day, too. The day after, yeah. We can't get out of that day, either. Like, no one can? No, you have to go to work the next day. That seems like like a joke they're playing on you, honestly. That we have to go to work? Yeah. Yeah, because that seems so cruel. It's very cruel. Oh, man. You what should... have you been up to? I finished um, that author that I really like. I finished her book for the second time. You've read it twice? Yeah, I mean, it's a really easy read. It's totally... Because <laughs> oh. they're essays, you know, it's not like a story. Yeah. But it just, like, encouraged me, so I kind of... I went into my, like, old college scripts and was like editing them and like looking into them and like there's one that I want to completely rewrite. Wow. So it just got me like wanting to write some more. That's nice. Yeah and I have time right now so it's working out. That's good. I'm loving the cold. That's like my favorite thing right now. (laughs) I think it's gonna snow here. I mean it's been pouring rain in California and it's about to pour over here and I'm going camping this weekend and my mom's friend went last weekend and she said it was like in the 30s at night so Uh i can only imagine a week later with rain like the fact that it's gonna actually have moisture in the air in arizona (laughs) so i imagine we'll see some snow you know i am sad not to see you but i hate snow and i hate camping (laughs) And being cold in general. <laughs> like, cold is fun, but, like, when it's to the point where it starts to hurt, like... Yeah. 
Although we do have a cabin, and my mom has, like, a space heater, so we're definitely going prepared. Um, yeah. I'm liking at least that we can, like, bundle up, finally. Better than summer. Yeah, and we have a storm here. It's supposed to rain for, so. like, three days. That's, like, hasn't happened in so long. It's supposed to rain for three days here, and then rain again next weekend. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> It's, like, the best. I mean, once it's, like, raining too long, you get sick of it, and you're like, okay, I don't live in Washington. Like, let's stop. But yeah, it's fun for a while. Um, we also saw your husband, like, two weeks Hustle ago. Long. Yeah. Best night I ever. I think that was a great night. It was fun. We made a lot of friends, too. Yeah. Although, I don't remember all of them, but, yeah. I mean, there was one that was a security guard who wasn't really securing anything, she was more, uh-huh. like, just chatting with us, and she was in love with the Jonas Brothers, which I thought was weird, because she was, like, older than we were, and... Yeah, I remember her. She had weird teeth. Yeah, she was a little odd. And then there was the people in the, like, purse check-in line, because... Um, yeah, that was stupid. That was so stupid. Part of me is, like, glad that they had a purse check-in, because when Devin and I went to the football game, they uh-huh. didn't have a check-in. Like, if you brought a bag, you had to walk back to your car, or, like uber home or whatever your situation was so when they first told you your bag was too big i was like uh (laughs) we aren't leaving so (laughs) i don't know what's gonna happen that's what my thought was i was like um i don't know i would imagine 99 percent of people ubered there yeah for sure no i'm glad they're keeping us safe but they need to have actual rules that matter yeah they do do you remember like any of the songs or any of the things that he did he didn't really do much besides like I know he said, like, oh, are you here with your best friend or something, and then... Yeah. And he played, like, acoustic for one song. Yeah, that was kind of cool, because it really showed his, like, talent. That might have been my favorite part. The acoustic part? Yeah, and I also really liked when he played WOW, because, like, the entire crowd, like, burst into song, which was kind of (laughs) cool. We also had really good seats. We did. And then we also saw Swale. That was cool. And then Tyla... Kyla, uh, Whatever. I don't know how you say his name. <laughs> also, Swale kept passing us, and I, like, uh-huh. was dying to, like, be like, hello, but, like, he was clearly ignoring us every time. <laughs> yeah. You missed Gavin Rosdale, too. I know! Right when I got us more drinks, Gavin Rosdale was there. I'm sure a lot of people were there. Yeah. I mean, everyone's I'm a sure. thing. I'm sure the Saturday night one, though, was, like, way more famous people, though. I was thinking about that, and, like, maybe, but also at the same time, like, I would imagine famous people, like, don't want to be seen, so they would do Sunday, because they would think, like, us normal people are working Sunday, but us normal people went on Sunday because it's cheaper than Saturday. I think Sunday was the better show. I didn't even go to Saturday, but I liked what we chose. (laughs) When your mom was buying them without telling you, she was asking me, and I was like, no, honestly, Sunday sounds so much better already. Yeah. I'm glad we went. And you got to, like, see your husband, so. <laughs> I think he's cute. I was watching the AMAs yesterday, and my mom was like, he's so ugly, I don't get it. And I was like, this is it's just the face tattoos, like, she needs to get over that. I think it is just the face tattoos, but I don't mind the face tattoos, obviously. Because he would, like, also talk during some of the songs, like, in between, and he was just, like, so loving life and, like, adorable. Yeah, because he's our age, and he's a bajillionaire. It's true. He loves life because he can do whatever he wants. I would love life too. Yeah, those were our lives the past few weeks. 
this week was pretty big in music, looking at all yeah, our new stuff. Yeah, I know. Stories. I'm looking at the Grammys right now. The nominations? Uh-huh. Yeah, so Lizzo got eight nominations. Song, album, new artist, record, pop solo performance, R&B performance. She's just, like, all over the board. I wonder how many Post Malone has. Let's see. I don't think Post Malone has won a Grammy. Probably not yet. They always give it to the, like, you know. He has record. He has six. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. He only has two. He had four. Yeah, he didn't win last year. Yeah. So he has record and then pop duo group performance, and they're both for Sunflower. Well, I hope he wins. He might win the duo performance. Cause everyone... He kept getting snubbed at the AMAs by stupid William Eyelash. That's annoying. And See? Taylor Swift. The problem, like, obviously we're more into the Oscars, me and you, but, like, the problem with these are they just, like, give it to whoever's, like, people say to give it to on, like, Instagram and Twitter. Like, they don't actually take into account, like, anything, you know, like, actual music, (laughs) things like that. Yeah. Because... I also have, like, an unpopular opinion. Like, I don't think Taylor Swift is very talented. Well, she's been around for a long time, which is, like, good for her, but also, like, Stop giving her Grammys and AMAs when, like, she already had her chance. Like, she's already won and been in the big picture and stuff like that. So, like, that's why I'm like, okay. They're talking about her being the best artist of the decade, and I'm just like, whatever. Ten years ago, she was, like, 12. (laughs) And William Eyelash doesn't even sing. She just, like, mutters under her breath. I know, I was watching AMAs, and I was telling my mom, I was like, whenever you talk about William Eyelash, it's a whisper. And, like, have a beat that you could make on GarageBand. <laughs> yeah. And just whisper and, like, do some weird dance moves and you'll be good to go. I think you were also saying that um, Selena Gomez was kind of annoying, too. Oh, my gosh. If you want to watch the most cringe-worthy thing, you need to watch the first, like, three minutes of the AMAs where Selena Gomez performs. Oh, my gosh. She was the opening? Yeah, she opened. Honestly, also, like, because they were on Sunday, and I wasn't even, like, looking for news about it, but I saw, like, people were talking about how annoying she was, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Usually, like, Katie and I talk about that stuff. And then yeah. when you texted me, I was like, oh, man. She looked like a dead fish. Was she wearing that, like, green dress that was, like, way too tight? No, that was just, like, while she was sitting. Oh. Also, I thought she wasn't friends with Taylor Swift anymore because she dated The Weeknd or something like that. But they were sitting next to each other, and they were, like, best friends all of a sudden. I don't know. Like, that's the other thing about Taylor Swift. She's all about, like, her squad, and she's, like, so mean to people that aren't in it. But then, like, when it really comes down to it, it doesn't even matter. No. Because, like, Demi Lovato is a part of that whole thing, and, like, no one even cares anymore. No. I don't like Demi Lovato. I think she's kind of dumb. But Post Malone did win one award last night. What did he win? He won Rap Hip Hop uh, Favorite Album. Nice. So At maybe, the end of his speech, he said, I like grapes. I like grapes? Grapes. <laughs> okay. It was funny. Maybe the AMAs are like the Golden Globes of the Grammys. Like, they're not as popular, but like, they kind of predict what, what's gonna win, you know? I guess, but Lizzo, I don't think she won anything last night. I don't remember seeing her talk. Yeah, maybe not. But I think that's why so many people were like amazed at how many nominations she got like obviously she deserves them and 
she'll probably win something but people were like damn eight like that's a lot for you know someone who's been around but like hasn't been popular I don't yeah know. it's all politics i tell you the cranberries had a new album this year it was probably like a uh what you call those like not in memoriam but like dedicated remastered is there on best rock album i'm just going through the nominees and i was like the cranberries what maybe it's not from this year i don't know or maybe they were recording something and they released it like after she died who knows we can't get into that world the other thing i saw on the news about music was the jay-z thing that is so messed up i think it's messed up but i also think it's hilarious like it's a funny little thing but also like what were they thinking (laughs) kind of like it reminds me of kids bop like the actual quote yeah like they would sing that in a kids bop song um so so a children's book on i think it's on the back of the book too it's like it says if you're having alphabet problems i feel bad for you son i got 99 problems but the abc's ain't one (laughs) and i'm pretty sure the book is called from a to jay-z really yeah it's called ab to jay-z you can get it for 23 dollars I kind of want to get it, like, just to, like, be a part of this. Oh, it has a bunch of rappers, though. Not just Jay-Z. It's got, like, Snoop Dogg. And they've got Run DMC in it. It's got Biggie Small. Well, it kind of sounds like a cute book, then. It is a really cute book. I mean, obviously don't use things when you don't have permission, but, like, it sounds cute. Like, if they're just using all this stuff to teach kids things, then maybe Jay-Z should just, like, get the stick from his butt and be cool. Yeah, it says, let Jay-Z, Biggie Smalls, Eminem, Pharrell, Snoop Dogg, and more teach your little homie their ABCs. Aww. <laughs> Relive some of the greatest rap, hip-hop, and R&B musicians of our time while I'm teaching your children where it's at. For real. Oh my god, it says, this book is a good time for the Biggies and the Smalls. Aww, there's so many puns. <laughs> That's cute. That's hilarious. Yeah, even when I saw the story, I was like, that looks like an adorable book. Obviously, it is an adorable book. Why are you gotta put kibosh on it? Yeah. I mean, they definitely should have asked, but Jay-Z's, like, he's just bored. Because he could really just leave this alone and be cool, but he chooses not to. Yeah, it's pretty cute. <laughs> oh my god, we could get it from Rebecca's kid. Yeah, she would like that. That would be hilarious. And then we could read it. Like, that's all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> we should totally do that. Two white girls teaching a white boy about rap. We're doing this. Rebecca will love it too. She likes the hippity hop. She does. I hope they win. Yes, same. So I was looking at the, did you see the um, conversion therapy thing? Yeah. I saw the story and I, like my first inclination, so it's Utah becomes the 19th state to ban conversion therapy. Like my first thought was like, oh, I wonder what other states are on there. But also like there's only 19. That's insane. Let me tell you what states are on it. Well, California was number two, so I'm proud. The other thing, though, is because it probably wasn't even, like, a thing before, and now states have to ban it because it's, like, becoming more prominent. So it's not necessarily that, like, we're slow on the uptake, but, like, it didn't matter before, and now it's becoming a big deal. It is basically all the states you would expect. I don't see any surprise states on here. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Who's number one? The first to do it was New Jersey, and then us 
Oregon, Illinois, Vermont, Mexico, Connecticut. I think that Utah is a big story, though, too, because they have, like, a big Mormon community, and I'm sure they, like, you know, don't agree with all that goes on, so. I actually Googled it, and it said, like, the Mormon church was backing the initiative, which I found yeah, surprising. Exactly. I think they're trying to get a better rep because they also, I don't know if this is still going on, but like earlier this year, they were also trying to like allow like psychedelics and stuff like that. And the Mormon church was backing that too. Um, Uh So maybe they're trying to like, you know, save face or something. Get people to go to Utah? Well, the Mormons, Mormon church, because they kind of have a bad rep right now. Did you know when I was in college with you, I did like a paper on Mormons. And they're actually the fastest growing religion right now. That's not too shocking because they like go out and get people. They snatch they them do, up. And they're actually like growing a lot in uh, Latin American countries. Uh oh. Well, they're kind which of. Which is even more surprising. But they're kind of cultish, so once they trap you, like, they trap your whole family. <laughs> once I, if someone was to ask me that and then they say, like, oh, you have to give 10% of your income, I'd be like, nah, man. But um, those are my stories, and I think you should talk about Charlie's Angels. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this was all over the news with Elizabeth Banks and Charlie's Angels. I called it from the beginning about how I refused to watch this movie. Every time I went to the movies and we saw the like, previews for it, I was like, I'm not seeing that. Like, I refused. Mm-hmm. And um, she came out saying that nobody's watching it because we're only comfortable seeing... What was it? We're only comfortable seeing men superheroes or something like that which isn't true yeah as far as i could tell she was saying like because she put her name on it four times let's not mess that up like she didn't get hired four times she put her own name Uh on it four times and Uh she was saying that like people were surprised or like upset to see a woman domineering like movie like of course a woman centered movie isn't successful Uh is basically what she was saying Marvel one, like, Captain Marvel is a girl, and then whoever Gal Gadot is, everyone went crazy over that. And, yeah, that was a woman. people loved the girl on Star Wars, I don't know her name, but... Daisy Ridley? Yeah. People loved her, and so it's like, no, I just think it was a really shitty movie, and nobody wants to see Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Like, you... I don't think necessarily the movie, I honestly think it's Kristen Stewart. I think it's kind of both, and, like, not to be mean, but the fact that the other two girls are a little bit not recognizable, so you're kind of, like, hoping that Kristen Stewart can just, like, be on top, but... And also, like, the first Charlie's Angels killed it. Yeah, and she didn't leave enough time in between. Like, no one was asking for this movie, you know? Uh We all love the original, and it hasn't been that long. Like, maybe wait till millennials are, like, grandparents or something, because it's way too soon. Yeah, and she's in another movie. I don't know what it's called, about being underwater or something. Oh, Kristen, it's called Underwater. Oh. And that looks terrible, too. That's, like, going to be the first January movie next year, and those are always terrible. And I think that will be a massive flop. Yeah, already looks pretty bad. And the two things in common between Charlie's Angels and Underwater are that Kristen Stewart is in it. I do think that you're right, like, that Gal Gadot movie, Wonder Woman, was also, like, you know, directed by a woman, very woman-centered, it's all about women's rights and stuff like that, and that was successful, so, like, whatever Elizabeth Banks was saying about, like, she said something like, if you're gonna make a flop, make sure your name is on it four times, and I was like, 
But then you made a movie that <laughs> was terrible with four jobs. Like, why does, why is that a good thing? You know? Yeah, no. Don't go see it. I don't know anyone that's seen it, honestly. It has a 54 on Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently, Christian Stewart's in an Amazon original that came out recently called Seabird. Yeah. It has a 44. Oh my gosh. So, she's just a winner right now. And it has that girl from the Joker in it. I like her. Zanzi Beats. Yeah. She was in um, Deadpool. She was great in Deadpool. But yeah, that's the news from this week. Yeah. Fun stuff. So, we went to Moon Goat coffee roasters and it's kind of funny because we went separately but we had pretty similar things to say about it but the one thing that i'm sad about is that you said they give out free stickers and i didn't get one and i know the next time i go and i ask they're gonna be like oh they're a dollar because they realize they're full there was like a pile or there was like a sticker on the counter that said feel free to take one and i was like oh what am i supposed to take and she's like oh we have stickers and then i was like oh can i get one and she was like, yeah, and then she handed me, like, just a giant box of stickers. They weren't, like, that green stickers either. They were just, like, white stickers with, like, blue writing. And so, like, they had some that said all types of stuff, but I only took a couple. And most of them had stuff to do with hockey, which I, I was kind of confused about. Hmm. Maybe they're, like, from Canada or something? But why did she hand uh, you maybe? a box? Like, why not just hand you some stickers? Oh, so, because they were all kind of different. Like, they all had different Oh. Well, I'm probably going to go back because, honestly, their chai was truly amazing, and I'll ask for a sticker. Yeah, you should. Yeah, they said, because I went at a random time, like, the afternoon or something, and um, they said that they make their chai in-house, which is not usually a delicious thing, but <laughs> she said that they run out every day, and it was kind of amazing that they still had it, and it, uh-huh. it honestly was really good, like... I would go back just for that. Mm. Um, I didn't try the chai, but I do need to try it. Yeah, let's go back and do that, and I can get a sticker. <laughs> okay. I've also seen, like, people on Instagram and stuff that don't even live close to us that have gone, mm. too. Like, I think it's, like, really getting popular. Window? Yeah, it's probably because of its name. It's very hipster. Yeah, and the inside is so hipster. They have bottles fridge like just glasses i don't know if you looked at that like in the fridge they just have like glass like mason jar glasses and i was like oh what's that for and she was like oh here for here so like your iced coffee doesn't like melt whoa that is the most hipster thing i've ever seen in my life true it's kind of a good idea but that is very hipster i kind of put that in a con though because like that kind of stuff can get a little bit annoying and they do have like a big space but at least from first glance like there was a lot of weird hipster crap all over the place that kind of took up room randomly like they had that like tree or like a a vine or something that was like taking up the whole middle of the thing and i was like okay is that really like necessary (laughs) they also had like a second bar that they weren't yeah, I don't think they're using the bar space very well. No. Like, people were just studying on it. Also, I didn't put this, but the we both got the homemade everything bagel Pop-Tart, and uh-huh. that's such a good idea. Like, I was, like, stoked when you told me about that, and I don't really think that they executed that very well because 
it was so much bread and like not very much everything or cream cheese so it's kind of like disappointing because it's like such a cool idea you know yeah i think the sweet one is the more popular one but they didn't have it when i went yeah me neither i'm sure that's definitely more candy like because i think it was like nutella on the inside and i was like that's i would have rather have that me too <laughs> maybe we should go in the morning and like brave the storm i doubt it's that busy in the morning i feel like they probably just get like a trickle yeah it seemed like everyone there too was like studying or like having meetings so i don't think it's like gonna be like packed in the sense of a line or like a wait but um uh-huh. if we tried to study there like it's a pretty cool place to study i feel like but it might be hard to get a table since everyone seems to be camping out there Oh, it's kind of in a weird location. I almost passed it. Thankfully, yeah, it's like a little super duper tiny sign. Thankfully, they had a sign. It kind of reminded me of Outpost Kitchen because both of them look like they're supposed to be office building like. Mm-hmm. And they both don't have like an actual sign on the building, but I felt like that's the hipster thing to do. So. I think the chai really saved them. Like, not that they're bad, but, like, they do have, like, some weird things going on. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the coffee, the chai was really good. I know you said the latte was a little bit sweet. So, coffee-wise, I think it, it gave them most of their score because, like, some of the actual space is, like, a little bit weird. Yeah, I that's think, true. I think we should go back at least once so you could try the chai. I think it's a nice study place. So as long as we get a seat, I, would, I think I would like to, like, True, and if all else fails, we still have Phil's and Ulta. <laughs> but this place does seem to be get to be getting popular, so I'm sure people will go try it. I seriously see it on Instagram all the time. I only happened on it from Yelp. Well, you could say that you made this place what it is then, because you can you found it yeah. on your own. <laughs> I didn't see it on Instagram. I just went on Yelp. <laughs> Everyone should try it maybe once. Let's talk about the best movie of the year. You never know. There's still a lot coming out. Like, it could change. I do think that Oscar movies always sneak up on us, for sure. But, I mean, it's already going to be December, and not that much else is coming out. I think a, a Marriage Story or whatever that one Adam Driver is. Oh, that's definitely going to be nominated. Plus, it's a Netflix movie, which kind of gives it the upper hand. I think that might give it a run for it. Yeah, that's on Friday too. We should we should watch it. Okay. Because it's Adam it Driver and. Or it comes out on Netflix next Friday. Netflix. It's not going oh, wow. to theaters. But like when I think about other Oscar movies that I think are gonna get nominated, I think like maybe Joker, oh. um, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Lighthouse. I don't know all kind of movies that like seem good but don't really like stick with you, or at least don't stick with me and you. <laughs> But we saw Jojo Rabbit, and even if it's not the best movie of the year to critics, I think it's my fave. Even Devin said it was his favorite, and Devin loves, like, superhero movies, so that is saying something. I think why it was so good to me is, like, I honestly went in thinking, like, oh, I think this might be, like, too artsy for me, or, like, I might not get it because of the description. 
Yeah, I think, honestly, I don't know if this is, like, a con necessarily, but everyone that I've tried talking to about it hasn't seen it because, like, I feel like the marketing wasn't too great. Like, a lot of people Uh think that it's kind of, like, a dramatization or, like, kind of holding the Holocaust and Hitler, like, on a pedestal in a way. Uh Because even to make a movie, an artsy movie about that time is, like, very sensitive. And, like, my dad even said, like, when I told him how good it was, he was like, yeah, I'm probably never going to see that. And I was like, no, like, it's not like that. It really isn't, like, it's set in that time period, but it's not really about that per se. Yeah. It uses the elements, but it's not just, like, a retelling. Yeah, it's, like, weird to say, like, it's a dramedy about the Holocaust. Yeah. So odd to say that. And I really do think that the marketing, like, made it seem like that. But, like in a bad way but it's so much more let's see what we said it talks about real issues without shoving it down our throats which i think was a big deal like it actually touches on topics that people are too scared to talk about but like it's not annoying about it uh-huh. and i think the acting was amazing like both of us went in thinking that scarjo was going to be annoying and she was like truly amazing like i honestly want her to get an oscar for this i thought she did a really good job i also think rebel wilson did a really good Job. I know everyone was kind of surprising and like, what's his name? The the kid? No. The director? No, no, no. Um, Sam Rockwell. Okay. Sam Rockwell. He won the Oscar for Three Billboards for supporting actor, which he like. This movie is his acting in this movie is on par with that. So like, I honestly wish they he would give that they would give him two Oscars. He played the the like soldier guy that was like teaching the little kids and like he like I guess he got injured in battle or something and so he was like put on duty to like teach these kids to be soldiers and he was like ashamed of that but he's just like a side character that doesn't get that much screen time but he truly like is an amazing actor and he gets an entire like arc like he completely changes and I thought that was pretty good because usually side characters like it's kind of hard to tell their story, too, you know? Because he doesn't, like, rat them out or anything? Yeah, like, he, like, changes and, like, grows to love Jojo. Like, it's just so cute. And he goes through basically, like, loving, loving, loving the war and, like, wanting to fight for Hitler and stuff like that. And then by the end, he's, like, kind of, not like, what have I done? But, like, he understands his, like, mistake, you know? So I thought that was very cool. Yeah, yeah, we both said that it was funny and smart. You said the ending was the best. What do you mean by that? A lot of the movies have no ending. That's true. <laughs> I was expecting um, this one not to, too. And I was expecting no ending. Like, as I was looking at my watch, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, there's not going to be an ending. But there was an ending. It was such a cute ending. They just, like, it wasn't, like, that, I guess, climactic. Like, they just started dancing in the street, but it was, like, the best ending. Yeah, and they talked about dancing in the street, so it was, like, adorable. Mm-hmm. That's true, too, because I kept thinking, like, oh, they're going to end it here, and it's going to be, like, ambiguous. But they kept going and, like, actually explaining shit, and I was like, thank God. (laughs) Finally, a movie that does that. You gave it a 90, I gave it a 95, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 79. And if I remember correctly, it took a long time for it to be certified fresh. Even after I saw it, it wasn't certified certified fresh yet and i was like what is going on <laughs> it wasn't i think it was because like it literally doesn't show anywhere 
Yeah, I had a very weird release. And I honestly do think that's also because of the time period that they chose to set it in. Like, yeah, because they didn't have it in Huntington Beach anymore. They only had it for, like, a couple of weeks. And I've been wanting to see it again, and they literally have, like, 1 p.m. and 10 p.m. showtimes. Like, nothing else. Yeah, that's how, that's how it was for me. Crazy. I had to drive to Anaheim at 10 p.m. Yeah, and also, like, the things that people were saying, I think both of us didn't really agree with, like, all the things on Rotten Tomatoes, at least, were just, like, very vague, like, doesn't hold up to its promises, or, like, doesn't hold a laugh, like, stupid things where I'm like, okay, what? Like, (laughs) that doesn't make it certified rotten, like, maybe you didn't like that joke or something like that, you know? Yeah. It was very vague. The one thing that it did say on Rotten Tomatoes was that it had a lot of plot lines, which mm-hmm. I think is true, but I don't think that was a bad thing because they did follow all of them. They did follow them and they all kind of like intertwine. Yeah, like it all kind of culminates in the end. It's not just like 10,000 plot lines that like you're like, what is this movie about or something? It's just that there's a lot going on, mm-hmm. which there's always a lot going on. So I'm glad that they showed that. But I definitely want to see it again, and I'm going to buy it when it comes out. <laughs> Are you going to buy it, like, on download or, like, on DVD? Like, DVD, probably, so I can watch it always. I mean, I, I really only do that for, like, movies I love. Like, I did that for Rocket Man. You have Rocket Man on DVD? Yeah, and Booksmart. Well, I understand Booksmart. <laughs> I love Rocket Man. I've literally seen it, like, ten times. I saw it just the once. Oh my gosh, let's watch it again. I'll watch Jojo Rabbit again. I'll go for it again. You liked Rocket Man when we saw it. Yeah, I did. Plus, after watching Bohemian Rhapsody, like, it just made Rocket Man better. <laughs> Anyways, back to Jojo. It was good. I love it. 95%. We'll I mean, it, got, it gave rave reviews from both of us. Yes, and we'll see what happens come Oscar time. I'm on a mission to see all the Oscar movies, although I did see The Irishman was on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Too long. Yeah. A bunch of people saw it in theaters, and I was just like, how did you do that? You need, like, an intermission. Yeah. But we're going to do a list to our top ten favorite movies of the year, probably the next episode, or maybe the one after that. We have to get all of them in. I mean, our opinions could change as time goes on. Exactly. But stay tuned. So it's been a while since we've done a Katie Keepsake. It has been. I couldn't tell you the last time we did. I love yours. <laughs> My Katie Keepsake is Do You Boo. Yes. I'm sure someone else has said that before me. Like, I'm sure that's attributed to someone. I don't know who it is. But I think it's just important to just do whatever you want. Like, if you don't want to do something, then don't do it. If you do, then do. And if someone makes you mad, then, you know, just do you, boo. Be yourself. Yeah. I think that so. was my New Year's resolution this year, and I honestly think that both of us did pretty good on it. Yeah, like, maybe it's just because we're getting older. <laughs> we just don't have <laughs> We cannot be bothered. <laughs> yeah, I just can't be bothered to put on a fake smile or, like, anything like that. Mine is the older you get, the more it truly matters who your real friends and loved ones are. And I kind of think that that goes with yours. Like, they both kind of intertwine. Because it's just like, whatever you want to do, whoever you want to spend your time with, like, time is precious and you shouldn't hang around anyone that you don't want to be around. So, 
And that is what we have learned I, this past month. I agree. You do, boo. I do, boo. <laughs> so we have our top ten lists coming. We have some more New Year's resolutions for 2020. We have lots going on. Lots and lots to come. Yes. I'm Katie. And I'm Katie.